Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Hi and welcome to a new episode of Stem Cells at Lunch Digested. I'm Sergio Nien, a PhD student here at the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. And today I'm here with a fellow student of the centre, Sam Blackford. Hi Sam, how are you? I'm very well, thank you for having me. Yeah, so Sam is a third year PhD student, third year, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, third year PhD student in the Rashid lab. And he'll be talking about his exciting project on pluripotent stem cells derived hepatocytes uh, for cell-based therapy. But before entering on that, I'd like, to, I'd like to ask a really basic question, but I'm, I'm actually quite interested, is Sam, what drove you to science to begin with? Why you wanted to be a scientist? Why well, I wanted to be a scientist? So, going through school, science was always one of my favourite subjects. It's one of the ones, fortunately, I did quite well in. Yeah. Um, that drove me to take a uh, undergraduate degree at the University of Sussex. And whilst I was there, I was introduced to stem cells and all the potential therapeutic and clinical benefits these may have yeah. and from there my interest grew further and uh, I'm here today doing a PhD involving stem cells. Yeah I think I think all of us kind of follow a similar path like you start good at school and then you want to follow that and that's that's actually yeah very normal path. Uh, so uh, on your CV for instance you did your undergrad in Sussex and then your master's in Nottingham and then you worked as research assistant for a while at UCL. And that's something that interests me quite a lot. Uh, I feel like I know a lot of PhD students that work as research assistant before, and they usually say that's a great opportunity. What's your take on that? What, what do you think about that? My undergraduate was in neuroscience, so very different to what I'm working in now. Mm -hmm. And I did the master's degree in Nottingham to get more of a a feel for stem cell technology mm -hmm. and to learn the skill set that would be required for a career working with stem cells. Mm -hmm. Then in terms of career development, it can be quite challenging to get onto a PhD program, especially nowadays where there are so many very talented applicants and only a small number of places. Yeah. I was very fortunate that I was able to get a position as an RA in Robin Alley's group at the Institute of Ophthalmology, yeah. University College London. and. In terms of anyone considering doing a PhD, the RA position gave me an opportunity to learn a whole host of skills and also the confidence in not just the confidence to do science, but also the self-belief that, yes, I do want to continue yeah. in science. I do want to go on and get my PhD and stay in science. Yeah, this is exactly the point. I, I completely agree. But... Let's move to business here. Uh, Sam, you will be telling us about your project today. Uh, do you mind explaining it to us in plain concepts, just simple concepts? Sure. So currently in England and Wales, liver disease is the fourth biggest killer for people under the age of 75. Wow. A lot of promising work has been done in the field showing the promise for stem cell derived hepatocytes. So these are liver cells that are generated from pluripotent stem cells mm -hmm. and showing that they have the potential for cell based therapies that could help treat mm -hmm. patients or help bridge them until they could receive a donor transplanted liver. A lot of the, the work that has been done are with what we would refer to as research grade stem cell lines. So these are 
cell lines that have been exposed to maybe animal cells or other animal products during their propagation or their derivation. Okay. However, for clinical therapy, we would need lines that would be called GMP or clinical grade. Mm -hmm. Now we have access to these. These are lines that meet all the manufacturing guidelines put out by the FDA in the US or put out by the EU. Mm -hmm. And what my work has been showing is that following previously established protocol, we can differentiate these clinical grade stem cells into functional hepatocytes mm -hmm. and also demonstrate some of the proof of principle applications that show that these cells may be suitable for treating patients. Mm -hmm. So uh, to do that, you actually use some quite elaborated techniques, isn't it? So for instance, you do you use 3D PEG-based scaffolds, or you xenotransplant, so meaning that you transplant that onto different species uh, to immunocompetent mice. Could you, could you explain us a little bit more about these techniques? Um, how do you work with these cells, general context? Okay, so I'll, I'll focus this on the alternate encapsulation. Yeah. So colleagues over at Denmark at King's College Hospital, they've been doing this work where they transplant human hepatocytes that are encapsulated so they're within alginate. Alginate is a immune privileged material which means that the immune system will not attack the alginates. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So by having the cells inside of the alginate you can protect them from a host immune attack. Okay. So what the work that I'm going to be talking about today um, showed is that we can encapsulate stem cell derived hepatocytes within this alginate material, mm -hmm. the cells survive this encapsulation process and we can put these inside of uh, an animal and the cells stay viable and they function and we can detect human protein within the, the blood of the animal, mm -hmm. which is a, a key sign that they are functional and would be able to be suitable for a therapy. Importantly, this animal is immunocompetent, right? So it has all the defenses in place and, uh, and the beads, the alginate uh, encapsulated cells are still surviving. Yes, so the animals have a fully functional immune system and after we retrieve the beads, after uh -huh. 72 hours, which we believe is a clinically relevant transplantation window, the alginate doesn't appear to have any of the mouse immune cells on there, uh -huh. no cells within the alginate, only our IPS or ES cell derived hepatocytes. Uh -huh. And so this is a project that is getting to a point of completion, am I right? Yes, it's actually just been accepted for publication in Some oh, Cells Translational Medicine, yes. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. But I'd like to ask you now just a couple of and questions about future directions of this work and especially future directions of the stem cell field in general. Okay, so specifically for my work, the current product that we produce, the IPS-derived hepatocyte, mm -hmm. over the last five, ten years has improved. Mm -hmm. However, when compared directly to freshly isolated adult hepatocytes, there are there is still room for improvement. So where my project is is going now is to better 
utilize and mimic the biophysical properties mm -hmm. that these cells would experience in the body to make a more functional cell. We have put a lot of time and effort as a field into optimizing the biochemical environment, whether mm -hmm. this is different proteins such as ECM. Yeah. Um, but less focus has been on the mechanical properties. Yeah such as the stiffness the cell senses. So that's the direction my work will be going into. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as a field, I believe that enough has been demonstrated with the small animal studies yeah. that perhaps we are ready to do small scale safety trials in, in man within the next decade. Yeah. And that's very exciting because currently a lot of patients are not surviving acute liver failure or end-stage liver disease and we might have a new exciting tool here that can help save lives yeah no actually that that sounds amazing uh, i have to say that i've seen your presentation already and i like it a lot thank uh, you uh we will see it again now here at stem cells at lunch uh but thank you sam thank you very much for speaking with us today Thanks to the listeners of Stem Cells at Lines Digested and I hope to see you again on the next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.